When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hi guys. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we are your hosts this evening. <laughs> oh! Do we think, oh. I wonder, people usually listen to this in the daytime, right? When, right when it comes out? No, 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 we have kind of an after-hours vibe. We yeah, have an after-hours vibe. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, some of the most hardcore slopheads listen when they drop, which is... When do they drop? 5 a.m. New York time, 2 a.m. L.A. time. Whew. Freaks. That's cool. If you're if you're in L.A. and you, you, all your friends come over and you stay up late and at 2, you hit play. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the new the, uh, red... The red fox. Uh, red fox, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Did you hear what they said this week? Yeah, it was pointless. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. Let's go to bed. Yeah! Yeah. Our dreams are better than this crap. Crap. Yeah. Speaking of our dedicated listeners, um, here's yes, something. Which we, here's, love, we love those. We love them all. Here's something that they will recall. Here's a thing that happened in my life today that, mm. that harkens back to something that the true pod fans will remember from last week, Ooh. which was. Um, so I'm eating, right? Today at lunch, I go into my fridge and say, Timmy, what do you have for lunch? I've got a couple of leftover Ye rustic chicken wings, you know those. Wow. We talked about mm-hmm. them on, on the Patreon. Well, I I take them out, I nuke them up, I'm eating these things. Uh, <laughs> nice. Timmy wants he, Timmy wants to dip. You know, everyone knows Mike yeah. likes blue cheese. Tim likes blue cheese. Jeff doesn't get dip. Well, that just means more dip from a boys. Yeah, yeah that's you a get nice... two blue cheeses and then you shimble your boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool. Blue cheeses for the boys. So I'm eating these wings. And I say, Timmy, dip it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dip it, man. <laughs> dip what it, are you man. waiting for? Now, it's now or never. Dip it. Time. Put, put the wing in the sauce. I don't. I didn't have any. The little cup of blue cheese, empty. I'm oh, scraping no. the bottom of the barrel. Tim, I can see where this is going. Uh, I'm four excited. Four wings, uh, four no wings. blue cheese. Wait <laughs> I a open, minute. I opened the fridge. There's no ranch to be found. You know what no. I what I remembered was sauce? Mm-hmm. The Alfredo sauce known as Lay's chip dip. I said, <laughs> I open up the fridge and I go, <gasps> Chip dip is sauce now. Chip dip is sauce now? Chip I plunge plunge my hand into the fridge, pull out Lay's French onion dip. I said, How was that? Work. It was very thick in the jar. I said, Tim, I don't know. This might be too thick. I, I, it won't, it won't pour out. I reach in with a table. Yeah, you're scooping it out like a, Heinz. like you would with Play-Doh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I used the tablespoon, plopped it on the plate, mashed the, almost knocked over my pint of water. I got so excited there. British pint. <laughs> um, anyway, I. Come again. Mash around a little bit. It, it is a little gloppier. Like hummus. But when it, once it. Once it touched the hot wing, it turned oh. into Alfredo sauce, <laughs> as, a, as a great chef would tell me. And I yeah, ate yeah. it. I shit you not, better than ranch with wings. Wow. wow. But, not better than, but not better than blue cheese, you're saying? Or My just... rankings go blue cheese number one, yeah. chip wow. dipper sauce now number two, 
Ranch number three. And I love ranch. I'll put it on my cob. Chip dip is sauce now. Well, but here's the thing. Tim, you're you're there for the stank. Mm-hmm. And ranch ain't got no stank. <laughs> no. And they try. The oh, yeah. Oh, we got buttermilk. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, that's that's wild and wacky. The the um what I was gonna say too for the listeners who listened last week, that uh, when I stayed at your house recently when you were out of town, do a little house sitting, keeping the whole place uh, protected. Um, <laughs> yeah, and we know that the wet bandits tried to get in there, and you kept them out. When you when you go into Tim's fridge, you are not at a loss for sauces. There's the whole <laughs> the whole. It's like you can't even fit more. It was it was fantastic. Jeff calls it the condiment creep. Yeah, all, that's true. That's when you yeah. keep buying condiments, and then soon all you got is condiments. <laughs> well, your, your condiments all seem to be on the door, and it was like that was I don't I don't know a creep too much on the door because you want you want your proteins coming in and out fast. You want a lot of turnaround yeah. on that chicken <laughs> and stuff. But yeah. the sauces devote your whole. I've got yeah a hundred sauces. I love condiments. That's what I'm all about. Now that said, hold on before we move on. No, there's a little I'm, hole. I'm st- I'm sticking with the condiment stuff. Well, um, yeah, okay. (laughs) Tim, there's a little hole in your story. Oh. Oh. Uh, Just one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I've never seen you have four leftover wings in my entire life. How did that happen? Oh. Where are these come very, from? Very, very, very good question, and you're going to like I'm, the answer. I'm guessing they came from a, a certain uh, blonde roommate of yours. <laughs> no. Good, very good guess. Or, or what did you order, 48 wings or something? <laughs> I ordered 18 wings, okay, and I yeah. ate 14 of the wings last Even night. Even that seems crazy. Yep. It was too much. Uh, I had a lot of work to do, and I needed to indulge in some way and uh, you know mm-hmm. i don't i don't do drugs so i needed to have 14 chicken wings and i wasn't drinking because i had to have my wits about me <laughs> right these these wings will keep me sharp yeah. the hot sauce will keep keep my keep blood flowing through my brain <laughs> it's like cracking uh smelling salts in your neck like, oh okay okay um now so the tim so the tim i know we all know he's got the condiments it's all over he's got everything you could ever want all types of sauces and salsas everything but now i uh purchased some uh trader joe's frozen waffle and i i saw those in the freezer i you i wanted to eat them as one as wants to do in the morning so i did I, I didn't find... Did you have a toaster, Tim? I couldn't find it, so I just fried them. <laughs> <laughs> In a pan? <laughs> In a pan. It wasn't bad, but uh, it's not oh, exactly the way I like to do it. Um, I've got a toaster oven, not a pop-up toaster, ah. but my toaster oven is down below. I, I put it down in a shelf because I don't use it that much. And that was probably because I had been doing a lot of air frying with the air fryer. That was... Did you see that little R2-D2 thing on the counter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feared it. <laughs> I, uh, I've tried. I, I've made waffles in that. Mike, I was looking at these waffles, gluten free, and I said, "This guy, even on, even when he's going vegetarian, he's also his vegetarian foods are withholding some delights." Oh, oh I get t- that was a full mistake buying those. I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't buy, I didn't reach for gluten free. Couldn't read. But uh, no, what I'll say, though, is I, I opened the door, it went to the condiment wall to find all the syrups I could ever want. I found zero syrup, zero maple, zero anything. So I ended up oh, putting Michael. I ended up putting caramel uh, hot fudge sundae <laughs> oh, sauce. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, it's, you could do worse. It was it was just a little a few drips, draps of it. Not yeah. much. Mike, this is this is a heartbreaker because you know if you had looked in the right cabinet, you would have found a brand new, unopened one of those Vermont things that's shaped I, like a log, a tin log cabin. That's what I'm looking for because I know you you got your family lives in Vermont, and I know you always have some good Vermont stuff. I said, why they wouldn't he have that. the? Oh, now, Mike, if you, if he had stayed at Casa de Jeff, yeah, you wouldn't have found syrup, wouldn't have found it, but. <laughs> you would have found a nice thick jar of black strap molasses. How would that suit you on a walk? Ooh, that's well, that's interesting. Black strap is molasses. Is this a New I'm Hampshire? Not exactly thing? sure what that is. We love molasses up there, and in fact, <laughs> my grandfather used to used to try to give me it, and I preferred syrup because I was a, a sprightly little boy, didn't have the stomach for something like molasses. Oh, right, right. Too You've stanky. 
And but here's the thing, folks, a little sneaky peek into the test kitchen over here. Molasses could be is is a front runner for the key ingredient for Jeff's <gasps> wintertime custom drink. Okay, this is very interesting and very exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Susan's <laughs> <God. laughs> eyes went wide. Wait, what's your wintertime <laughs> custom drink? I'm done. Well, it's going to be. It's in the test kitchen. It's, it's in the test kitchen. Room. I'm still developing it. If I haven't seen you in the test kitchen, when was he? Just in the test kitchen? I was in there. The I was in there working on the Calpy cordial. I didn't see you. <laughs> this is exciting. Hey, one day, if if Sloppy Boys LLC keeps keeps growing at this rate, we could have a test kitchen one day. That would be cool. Yeah, it sounds like we have one right now. Yeah, but a real one. <laughs> we go in the test kitchen and make a bunch of IBA drinks, and then once a year try something dumb. A test kitchen uh, wherever you could ever want it. Now, Jeff, the bar is pretty low for you because the the Freedom Root and the Calpy Cordial are both just a, a liquor and a soda. If you add a third ingredient, you're going to look like fucking uh, um, Dale DeGroff. <laughs> That's yes. a famous cocktail guy. Uh, that is my intention. A cocktailman. I'm trying to think of ways to come. What are the other things we know I like? Ice, yeah, yeah. Lime, mm-hmm. does nice. does molasses get along with all that ice, <laughs> ice and, all and that lime? lime? I don't know. I don't know that it does. I don't think so. Well, that's one of those things with the with the lime is like the flavor seems wrong, but if you get the proportions right, I mean, a Trinidad sour has lemon in it, right? And you wouldn't mm-hmm. think that Angostura and Orgeat, well, no, maybe it would. I'm thinking mm-hmm. the molasses would go with uh, your brandies and your uh, your warm whiskeys, stuff. Warm stuff, yeah. yeah, like a like an old fashioned type thing. Uh huh. And you know, an old fashioned's got a little got a little expression of citrus. Yeah. So That's maybe it's so maybe something about. like that. But I don't want to spoil anything. It's huh? still, um, you know, coming soon. <laughs> it a okay test kitchen near you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, anything else for booze news? Wait, this was shit. Chat. Oh, oh, I had booze news. This was shit. We didn't even start. We didn't even start booze news yet. Oh my god! We're talking about syrups and all that. Hit it! All right, let's hit it. I am into news and I'm pouring one now. Oh, over new drinks with optional ice, seltzer flavors so nuts I almost spit mine out. A B C D E booze news. It's a part of the show. We're the hosts. Talk about news. It's booze news. You Gale Stylies freaks. <laughs> Gale, Gale, Gale Stylies freaks. A B C D E booze news by the Duke of Drops. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Now, yes, two weeks ago, the ghost of uh, Craig G. Nelson <laughs> sent in a very similar booze news theme, but this had already also been been uh sent before that episode aired and I and I thought that this was also a very good execution. I like a guy much like me. I like a guy that goes for those big notes. Yeah. What was uh what and was the double tracked it. What was the name of it? The name of that uh A-tracked. A B C D E Booze News. Ah yes. And uh as we all know, that's a cover of Gale's song A B C D E F U. Uh-huh. Yes. I think everybody knows they're all up to speed, but maybe we have a first time listener who doesn't Get all the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we have some last-time listeners checking out. Yeah. Too much Gale. If you're a first-time listener and you uh, don't get this, there's the door. And we're not <laughs> changing anything. And if you do want to do a deep dive on Gale, check out the Patreon. We just covered her EP. Yeah. Yep. Um, here's the boosters I want to talk about. Here's a funny little trend that I read about in an Eater article and mm. wanted to share this article with you guys. Have you heard of... La Tabernas de Mo. Uh, no. no. AKA Mo's Taverns. There's oh, a, Tavernas de Mo. Yes. There is a trend. This is a very funny kind of anomaly that there is a very popular style of bar spread all through Latin America that is these 
recreations and unlicensed knockoffs of Moe's Bar from The Simpsons. And Mexico City, Guadalajara, El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Colombia, Brazil, Argentina, Paraguay, Chile, Peru. All of them have these Moe's Bars. Um, Oh, wow. They look great. Isn't that amazing? Huh. I love... They're like recreate. They're not licensed with Fox or anything. In, in, in fact, Fox tried to shut them down and failed. But uh, everyone just like has their own take on it. They paint some of the characters on the walls. <laughs> uh, some of them have like Duff beer. Some of them it's just like very half-assed. But like, when did this, this kind is, of start happening? Um, well, I guess that the, it's been a few. It, it's like booming now, but they're they're it's been brewing for a few years, and uh, I th- I forget where the where the first one is, I'm but there was one that was seventeen. Yeah, so now it's like it's like one of these things where it's just a genre of bar, you know, like because it's not a chain, but like there's like seventeen of them or something. Um, And you know what's funny is, I know that The Simpsons was really big in uh, Latin America, and I remember hearing something about how like you know when you watch The Simpsons and in the opening it says "Transmedito on Espanol," Uh Um, that. It was like the first show to do that where it was broadcast in Spanish and because it was animation, primetime animation, they could just dub it. And yeah. that's kind of part of the reason The Simpsons got so huge so fast like and probably spread far and wide. Yeah. Even though the show seems like it might be irrelevant today, why it'll never get canceled is it is enormously huge in South America. Interesting. Um, another thing I heard about uh, Spanish exports is... Um, <laughs> there's like a Twitter story where this person realized that their brother Arthur Arthur was named after R2D2 because um <laughs> in oh, Spanish in like in certain exports of Star Wars his name is Arturito. <laughs> R2D2 became Arturito and then people loved the character and people named their kids after Wow, that's Arthur. so funny! Little, to, little Arthur, yeah. Well, to name your baby after R two D two, be like, oh, he'll be like a little weirdo that buzzes around and makes weird <laughs> sounds. Who who is the the character in Game of Thrones? It was the younger daughter of the Starks. Ar- Arya was she the youngest? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think she. That was kind of a popular name around uh, that oh, time. Yeah, Arya. I think unfortunately, like there were a lot of. I'm naming my kid Daenerys. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm naming it the Game of Thrones boy. I'm naming my child <laughs> Littlefinger. Ooh, I'm naming mine. Uh, you know what? I always liked. Uh, uh, I just said her name. Um, Arya's a sword named Needle. I thought that was funny. Needle. <laughs> um, I watched the sword. first season of Game of Thrones and then the last season of Game of Thrones. Kind of open it up and shut it down. Perfect. I don't. Uh, I haven't thought about Game of Thrones in forever. I, it was fun to watch, but I did not stick with me in really well, any way. Feels like it's kind of been replaced by Gale. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gale lives rent free in my head right now. Game of Thrones <laughs> does not. Hey, I got a little booze news. Sure, say Hit it. it out loud. And Mike, maybe you can help me articulate it since you're living in the damn place, New York, reviving its mandate for to-go cocktails. Whoa. Oh, Boy, I've not heard of this. It had expired under Como, and it's officially back for at least three years. This is like a uh, semi-permanent legalization from Governor S- Kathy Hochul. Am I Do saying that right? Hochul? Hochul? Mm, you'd have to ask. Uh, What's your governor's <laughs> name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'd Wait, have to ask a better resident. The, the caveat... <laughs> The caveat is that you can't order an insignificant amount of food. They used to there used to be a little loophole that they called Como chips, uh-huh. where people would order yeah, like a yeah. dollar's worth of chips so that restaurants could just sell and deliver booze. Now you have to get like a burger or a soup or a salad. You can't get like fries. That was during That's- yeah during the pandemic uh, to take stuff to go, or actually kind of to just to drink at any time because uh, you couldn't just like sell booze on the street, but they, people mm-hmm. were doing it, and you'd get like. One place would get like uh, just a peanut butter sandwich, <laughs> just like two pieces of bread with peanut butter smushed in the middle, and uh, or chips, so that you, or so that you can buy a twelve dollar cocktail. Yeah, yeah, right. And I did it. 
Where do you think is that line where they say, I mean, I can, as an outsider, I can say, yeah, sure, there's a difference between a little plate of chips and a plate with burger and fries. But then when you said salad, I'm like, well, are we going to differentiate between the dinner side salad or does it have to be a chicken Caesar? Where, you know, I hope I'm not the one that has to go around all these places and decide. (laughs) Sounds like you might have to. You're going to have to ask the SLA, the State Liquor Authority. They've decided the category does not include candy, bags of chips, or bowls of nuts. Seems like salads are okay. No bowls of nuts. You you know how we've talked about zaps have been popping up at more bars. Big uh, bags of chips hanging behind the bars. And I wonder if the people ordering the zaps is was originally because of that. And then maybe they got the sense that little crunchy guys like Tim like getting a few <laughs> voodoo chips with their oh, Boulevardier. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. I tell you somewhere else? Uh, voodoo chips have been popping up my pantry. I got a bag the other day, finished <laughs> them outright. Uh, yeah. They are. Once you crunch, you continue to munch, I would say, but I got, Where those things I got, I just see them. Hyperion box. public. Yes, Hyperion Public has them on the wall, and then another place just added them. Another Los Feliz place I can't think of. But I had, I ordered six large bags of all their different types in a Mm. a big box came to my house, and I was one of those weird things where I didn't think I ate so many of them, but by the end of the week, they were all gone. And I was like, I had six large bags. (laughs) What the hell just happened here? I had the jalapeno and the gator and the crawdad and Jesus Christ. Speaking of boxes of chips, did you guys ever, and this seems like an up, excuse me, an upstate like uh, um, Adirondack thing, Tim, when I would go on uh, uh, vacation in the Adirondacks at the Hmm. Union, what was it? Grand Union? Grand? The, The grocery store? Yeah, what was that called? Grand Union. Grand Union. We would get like boxes of chips, like almost like bigger than cereal boxes. Does that does and that ring a bell? No, no. Was there a bag inside the box? No. Yes, there was. So it was like a big like, cereal, like wheat thins or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was or in a better box. cheddars. You guys remember better cheddars? No, they sound they sound good though. They're like cheeses, but they're like circular and thinner. I did. Oh. I did a uh, taste a side by side. Oh, no. I did side-by-side with Nips. I wrote a birthday boy sketch about Ips and <laughs> Zips. Yeah. It, it was it was you and I. Someone, you and someone's I walking with a box. <laughs> yeah. I'm walking with a box of Cheez-Its. Mike's walking with a box of Cheez-Its. We, cheese Nips. We bump into each other. They spit all out onto a pile on the floor. And then it's a long sketch of us <laughs> sorting, sorting through, Picking trying to take back. And we would taste test one and go, oh, I thought that was a nip, but it wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, and they, they're grossed out by it. Yeah. <laughs> and then wasn't, what was, wasn't one of them like, oh, that was a, uh, an it, but you like the its. Yeah, but it was on the floor. Like after, <laughs> after eating so many of them. side joke. I, um, it's funny because I had lived much of my life eating cheese nips happily. But then at the office at Gracie Films, where I was a production assistant, we, I, I I did eventually try them side by side, and I was like, "Oh my god, its are so much better." Because nips, oh, its are the best. They're the best. Nips, you think they might be good because they seem a little more baked. They even look a little dark, and you're like, "Ooh, oven mm. fresh." But then you taste it, and there's like a mildewy. <laughs> yes, there's a dust upon them. Boo! Yes. And they're kind of waxy. It's no good. Yeah, I got no booze news. You got no booze news? Not today, my good man. So that's it for booze news. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Classic. Okay. Oh, now, move it. That was Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. What happens? What's what was happening then? So he falls on his head. Ooh, that's that's a big ape to go down on his head. Ooh, Moving yeah. on to the drink of the day, the Casino Cocktail. You've heard. Never had, never heard. Never had, never heard. Never had, never heard for me either. This is a nice one. You know what? This is nice. What's nice about this? It had a very distinct uh, who made it and then who altered it. I like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this was <clears throat> this was a, uh, uh, a later version is sort of a Craddock concoction. It appeared in his book in the 1930s, the Savoy Cocktail Book. Craddock. Craddock. Harry Craddock, not to be confused with the other Harry. It's very confusing right. to me. Right. 
the 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 first guy who made this thing, Hugo R. Eslin. Uh, he had a book in the nineteen in nineteen sixteen called Recipes for Mixed Drink <laughs> for Mixed Drinks, um, and he was the head bartender at the uh, New York City Hotel, the Warwick. Mm-hmm. You've been? I don't even know. I have one. been. I've not. It, it is around. It's in Midtown. Mm-hmm. That's I went there this, and I had a martini. I should have got a casino. Ah, well, you, this uh, we'll talk about what it, what's in it a little later, but um, it's basically a an aviation. Without creme de voilette. Uh, now, I don't know what that means, Mike. Purple stuff. I know. I don't think we've done the aviation. But anyway. Um, a big purple pea should know about uh, violet liqueurs. <laughs> I know. Hey, save that for the... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get at him on the uh, blowout for that. Yep. It's a pretty simple drink. So that one guy started it. Craddock uh, made some changes to it and put it in his book. And uh, it falls in the category of a cocktail called Daisies. You know what? The, have you ever heard of that? No, never. Like, a, a, like, I, like an old fashioned, maybe, or a, what are some of the other ones? Um, you know, like uh, s- subsets of of cocktails. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. one is known as a daisy. Each of these drinks includes a spirit, citrus, and a flavored sweetener. A margarita, a sidecar, an aviation are all daisies. A casino is essentially an aviation with orange bitters instead of creme de voilette. Hmm. So there oh. you go. I'd never heard it before. Wait, so you said that? What did you You said a citrus in, or, or a what? Uh, uh, a, let's see. Citrus, a spirit, and drinks. a flavored sweetener. Yep. So here, I get it. It's like, you know, that's like, because a sour would have like sugar or simple syrup, and then the daisies were using some sort of sweet liqueur. So maybe when we're, when we're talking about like a sidecar or some shit that has... Mm-hmm. Triple sec instead of simple syrup. Maybe we should be calling it a daisy car. Hmm. This uh, this article I also read uh, made the point to say um, you're using a subtly almond a subtly almondy maraschino liquor, not the liquid from a jar of maraschino cherries, which is taken down some of our greatest drink makers on this pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah what drink was that? With the, oh, was, it was the Hemingway daiquiri where you had an electric red version of it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and it's also served, have you heard this, a Nick and Nora glass? Yep. Yeah, Tim, you said this the other day, and I was like, I thought you were making a joke about... Uh, the Infinite Playlist. The Infinite Playlist, but it's, it's called a Nick and Nora glass. Yeah, it kind of... It looks like a coupe glass. Right, but it's just a little smaller and like rounded. It's a little dainty uh, coupe glass that's like martini glass size, like the small yeah. martini glass. I think that they so, were originally like champagne before flutes came along. I think people drank uh, it out of those little Nick and Norris. I get a feeling, we've, we've done this before on this podcast, we'll make a drink and then in the shaker you pour it out and it doesn't like fill all the way up your, you know, yeah, your martini glass or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to happen here because it's meant for a smaller drink. Ah, fuck. Smaller glass, I should say. Okay, here are the ingredients for the casino. 40 milliliters Old Tom Gin. 10 milliliters Maraschino Luxardo. That's not the juice, folks. Uh, 10 milliliters Fresh Joise de Lemon. And two dashes Orange Bitters. And if you're just joining us, Joise de Lemon is lemon juice, right, Michael? Sorry, I just sometimes when I make these drinks, I turn into uh, a Frenchman. No, I know. Method. <laughs> Pour all ingredients into a cocktail shaker. Love that. Shake well with ice. Strain into chilled rocks glass with ice. Well, this says rocks glass on the IBA. I'm going to go with that. Hell yeah. Nick and Nora thing. I like the rocks glass, and that's my favorite. Shake well with ice. Pour onto fresh ice. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing rocks. Oh, that's your, that is your favorite. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Garnish. Now, sometimes garnish is N-A. This time garnish is garnish with a lemon zest and a maraschino cherry. And they do kind of that cool, this uh, picture here on the IBA does that cool thing where the yep. uh, skewer is going through, the, or the, the, how can I describe this? The lemon peel is like. Hugs uh, the cherry. Hugs and then the, the cherry. <laughs> skewer goes right through it. I think I did that with a tuxedo. Hmm. I'll do it again. You can do that with a tuxedo. Um, so this sounds like a pretty simple, a simple one. Yeah, knock on wood. The only stumbling block is that maraschino luxardo and not the cherry juice. Oh, 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 before we go, 
I have I, I only I only have Tan Grey. I don't have Old Tom Gin, which I guess no, Old Tom Gin is less juniper flavored. I have a bottle. I bought one at uh, Barkeeper recently, and have been mm-hmm. saving it for the right occasion. I haven't tasted it, but I took a whiff, and it did pretty much smell like normal uh, gin to me. Yeah, it, it didn't have that botanical strong juniper to it, but okay. it it seemed like dry gin. All right. Well, at least one of us is doing it properly. I got a gin here that I'm going to, it's in my freezer now, so I don't remember the uh, name of it or whatever, but I want to talk to you guys about it. Or even if it's gin. (laughs) I'll bring it out later. It's got a very unique ingredient. Very unique ingredient. Uh That'll give us something to think about. Just give them something to think about. Folks, we'll see you after the ads. See ya. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Folks, I'm going to tell you something that you won't even believe. 2024 is half over. Is that nuts? That is Wild. Where has this year gone? It's gone so quickly. Let me ask you this. What's something you're proud of in 2024? Ooh, have you hit on something that you really love? Have you hit on something that you accomplished and said, Oh, F yeah, I really did it, baby. And what's something you still want to accomplish this year? I'm telling you, life goes fast. And when it goes so fast, it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins. Maybe you got married. Maybe you got a raise at work. Maybe you bowled the perfect game at league night. You need to take a second and say, you know what? I did a good job and I'm happy. And it's also important to make adjustments for the rest of the year. Now, listen to this. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievement goals for the next six months. Now, I've told you this before. I have benefited from therapy. And in this specific case, I have gone in and said, hey, I'm I got this, you know, a big trip coming up. I'm stressed about it. And the therapist I had at the time gave me the tools to sort of relax, break it all down, and realize it's not such a big deal. And aside from that, therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, ooh, flexible, wow, and suited to your schedule, okay. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. In our busy lives, take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. And I'll see you in 2025. back with casinos casino royale that's right i uh mine turned a little bit of a pink color what (laughs) happened mike i don't know oh you know what we've come across this before your bitters what are your bitters oh yeah it's my angostura bitters (sighs) orange bitters mike orange Orange bitters michael oh right well i didn't have orange bitters so i had to go with angostura bitters (laughs) and what was the gin what was the mystery gin 
The, well, let's let's take a drink of these and we can okay, talk. Okay, yeah. Okay. But I look. I mean, that's pretty good. It, it looks nice. I also didn't have a cherry, so I used a uh, a lemon around a little blueberry. <laughs> that's cute. Uh, I. Yeah, it's cool. It's not cute. As as you predicted, Jay. Look. Look at this uh, tiny little drink. Mine is, yeah. It's like a Sazerac amount of liquid floating in the bottom of my rocks glass. And then Yours I thought that if I just crammed more cubes, I thought if I crammed more cubes in there, it would um, like make the liquid fill the glass, but it even stopped <laughs> doing that. So I just have these icebergs floating around. But um, to answer your question, Tim, yes, I did use orange bitters. I used Fee Brothers. Fee, oh, Fee Brothers. That's what I've got as well. I love that stuff. It's good. Pungent. You know, sometimes if you get a martini and you're not in the mood for the olive, I'm always in the mood for the olive. Uh, but if you're getting it with a twist, sometimes you also put a little orange bitters in there. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I had a martini the other day. A woman, uh, the, the lady brought me out the uh, martini with three olives in it and then three on the side of big, huge, fat uh, uh, blue cheese, you know, filled oh, olives. I fuck said, this yeah. This is a little much. So hold on. Three normal olives in the drink, and then three mm. blue cheese olives on the side. Yeah, or four? No, four blue cheese olives. Jeez, oh, you don't need the two options. Mike, write that down. I'm going. <laughs> blue cheese is the is the thing I ask for. And when I'm out to dinner at a restaurant, I'll say, "You got blue cheese olives for my martini?" And when they don't, it's humiliating because they look at you and say, "Blue cheese olives? You <laughs> we have fuck. Lay's onion dip olives <laughs> for That's sauce." <laughs> For sauce, for Alfredo sauce. Okay, sips. Oh, okay. Fancy. Mm. Fancy. Balanced. Yeah, complex. That's pretty good. Got a little of that cherry tree bark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that maraschino. Fancy drink, man. Fancy stuff. Little bit of the... A mas- maraschino is the ashy flavor where he always come back to, and this is... <laughs> No, when when you alleged ashiness, it was from a bitter. It was from um, Campari type stuff. Yeah, like Luxardo brand bitter. Now, Mike, we got to get to the bottom of the gin mystery. Oh yes, this I got. I went to a a liquor store. It was a nice liquor store. (laughs) I said I didn't. I didn't need to get a, a expensive gin. So I said, "What's your cheapest gin?" And it was this Monopolola, Monopolola dry gin. That looks cool. That looks cool. That looks great. But it it's uh, distilled from potatoes. That's the big cool. reveal. Mm. Potato. Wait, it's, are those uh, potatoes on there or are those gold medals? Those are like golden coin type things. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty classic looking thing. Established uh, 1782. So you know Monopolola is the, the good stuff. It's been around. Now, I've for a while. had I've had Polish vodka that was made from potatoes. I simply didn't know you could make gin from potatoes. This is a what Polish vodka a that is now or this is a Polish gin that is now I was just looking it up. Hold on. There's a Polish gin uh now produced in Austria. Austria. Oh. And it, there's a guy's That's name cool. on it, J. A. Bakzuski. <laughs> produced and bottled by J. A. Bakzuski. Maybe that's that person. I don't know. By that guy himself. Nice. Um, oh, yeah, it's a well, pretty good I can report thing. I can report back on my... Uh, did you take a sip of it before you put in the drink, Mike, to get a... No, I will do that now. Oh, live taste. Okay, that's pretty... Ooh, that, do, that does kind of remind me of like a, a um, beef eater nice. gin, which is my favorite for martinis. Great. So I think that you're on the right track here because I can report that the old Tom gin that I bought, mm-hmm. it was pretty pricey. Um... It just tasted really, like really good gin to me because uh, it, it uh, you know how I like that? I like Seagram's $19 handle of cheapo gin, and mm. I'm not so into the fragrant botanical ones as much. I, I like them in certain drinks or by themselves, but like not in a martini. Yeah. This Old Tom is like dry London gin that is whoosh, right down not the middle floral. of your classic. Yeah. It's, 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 not, it's not floral. It's not super juniper-y. And uh, Tangeray's do lean floral. And, yeah, but uh, I actually, I love Tangeray. It does lean more floral, but it's not like some of the weirdies. Whereas mm-hmm. like, um, um, but this this aligns more with Beef Eater. This tastes a lot like Beef Eater. Yeah, this is an interesting drink. It's got a, it's got a nice like, uh, kind of like a 
bitter, I mean, there's bitters in it, but like the bitter kickback in the back. It's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. I'm but still it. nice and like crisp and, crisp and citrusy. Yeah. Here's what I like this about this drink. Be... Michael, continue. You were going to say something big there. I was going to say this might be in order again, but I can get to that later. That's for final thoughts. I was going to say, <laughs> I like the proportions because small amount of lemon. I feel like last week's drink, yeah. the White Lady, was a, delicious, but a little lemony. And and sometimes I have a Tom Collins is a little lemony. I want to. I want that citrus to be balancing out the other stuff, but not actually taste like lemon. And that's what I got here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you, it's uh, it's tough to measure out that ten milliliters of of lemon. Or, or maraschino. Not for me, baby. You got to get the OXO <clears throat> little yeah, measuring I the dude. I got the OXO. OXO deluxe. It's not OXO, but it doesn't, uh, it jumps pretty far <laughs> from, from from line to line. Oh, yeah. It's one I made myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Man, this is very similar to the white lady last week's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But me like you more. It's a little fancier. I ain't complaining. Makes you want to go to a casino. We are, uh, what are we in? We're in like gin month now, I guess. Yep. Gin <laughs> is much in. Doing gin month. The hashtag gin is, is gin is in. is in, folks. I tell you, I would like to do a gin tasting the way we did like the, uh, the cider tasting or the, yeah, we wanted that oh, tequila remember tasting. That, remember that tequila ago. tasting? Oh, baby. Yeah. That was living. I feel like I have a lot to learn. Um, Yeah. Well, the tequila tasting was... Uh, all Cuervo, and that was funny because you're like, why bother tasting Cuervos? That's crappy gin, uh, uh, tequila. We worked our way up. No, there's some very good top-of-the-line Cuervos. They almost, it almost feel like they knew, like, we're just going to make a really good tequila that'll blow your fucking mind. You yeah. won't believe that it's Cuervo. And it came in it came in like a... Like uh, an arty box. box like, a, yeah. like a beautiful wooden box that's different every year. And it was mm. dark and sticky Reserva, and it Reserva. was like... yeah. It was like uh, your beloved molasses. It was like rum. It was Wait, like was it, uh, yeah. Res, res, reposado? Is that what it was called? No, reserva. Is that a different thing? What's reserva what de la familia? There you go. Oh, reserved for the family. So it's just what they're calling it. There must be a real name for that genre of tequila. But it's dark and syrupy, and I can't believe there aren't tiki drinks with it because it was mm. rum esque. Could be the, this could maybe be the next uh, Tim concoction. Ooh, that's true. I wanted to ask you guys something, if I'm allowed. Please. You may. The drink's called the casino. Mm. We uh, oh. should talk casinos. Um, Hanford, you're a roulette man. I've seen you stand at a roulette table until the break of dawn, losing money. That's <laughs> true. That is very true. <laughs> He's I, a committed roulette player, no matter what. It goes up, <laughs> yes. and they bring the free drinks to you because you're at a table, and then it goes down, down, down. But you're trying to have fun. Well, Mike's, Mike's one of these guys... He takes the money out of the ATM. He's like, I'm only betting with this. And then he keeps going. He goes, hold on. I got to go back to the ATM. And then he drains that. <laughs> I can't go back there because uh, the money I had was, was, gone was not enough to. But I can win it back. <laughs> Where did it all go? I can win it back. I, I blame that dealer. I had a system. I, I forgot the system. That was the problem. Is Mike, that's your, your, your go-to would be roulette or what? You like blackjack too? I, you know, it's the only one I kind of know. Yeah. Roulette. And yes. I have to get into a groove with all of these. Every time I go to a casino, for real, if we go to Vegas for a bachelor party or something, I feel like I have to reacquaint with the game so I don't feel foolish and skittish. I only yeah. know roulette, and it was it's probably only just from learning from Mike, but I feel like I... I don't want to fuck with uh, blackjack because... You don't want to learn from me. <laughs> well, like, I don't like the... I've stood next to somebody playing blackjack, and I don't like this expectation that there's a right way and a wrong way to play. And if you make a goofy move... In which I'm bound to do. If you make a goofy move in blackjack, the guy next to you will be like, <laughs> like you threw off the cards or something. And it's yeah, like, I don't yeah. know. I'm a goofy dude. It's fucking Las right. Vegas. We're all morons for being here. It's a, yeah, and it's all like luck of the draw or like it, it, goofy move. Right. Like your goofy non goofy move, move could have fucked him over too. Like it's right. We don't know what's in the cards, but if I hit when I should have st- stayed, you don't know what the card. I'm I'm playing. I'm following my gut. The yeah. only time I played the, uh, that I've played blackjack and it was fun was uh, in San Francisco. The fake money. It, oh yeah, that was fun. Oh yeah, but it was like the um, it was like the somebody taught us all. Like he was very slow with everyone at the table, and everyone at the table was bad, <laughs> like brand new. Great. You got to yeah. have those tables. And he kind of helped me. He was like, you know, don't don't bet on that. What are you doing? 
Right. I've always wanted to. I'm a little bit afraid of craps. I've never played it, and I would love mm. to roll those dice. That could be a good yeah, Patreon. I'm a, I'm a little episode. afraid of craps too, but not not that kind. <laughs> Watch yourself, guys. What if for the Patreon we go to to uh, Morongo, and oh. and I want to be roll. I want to say, hey, sweetheart, blow on these. <laughs> oh, you good luck. Oh, snake eyes. <laughs> oh, snake eyes. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad one. What is what is uh. I don't know if Morongo has uh Mike, if if I'm let if I believe these commercials correctly, they have everything you could ever want. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Burm, that's burm, true. Burm, burm, those Morongo. people are ecstatic in that commercial. Yeah. Doesn't matter what they're doing. All those commercials, they simply lie and they're trying to make you you we all know the vibe of because if you live in LA, I mean, I guess it would, if you're on the East Coast, what is it? Foxwoods and Tanglewood and stuff like that and uh, uh-huh. Turning Stone. But in LA, we got Saboba, Morongo, and they sell them to you, especially Morongo. They want you to think that you're a Rat Pack kind of guy, and they want you to think it's the 40s, and you and some yeah. ladies are going to roll in and be the bee's knees. But when you get there, it's just as sad as any old slot machine. Now- <laughs> I mean, now is it? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Aren't they pretty light on the table games? They're mostly slots. I mean, I mean, I've never got been. Ev- they've got everything, but oh. yes, it's 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 not. They don't have too many people there, so it's a smaller version. It's not like walking into Bellagio. <laughs> that's what it's lacking. The people. It's more accessible than Vegas. Like, hey, it's like Vegas, but you can get there in uh, two hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's Palm Springs. Uh, it would be very funny to just go uh, out to uh, Prim. You know that place just outside of Vegas. <laughs> No. Oh, is that the fake out Vegas on the that's way to Vegas? Vegas. Everyone's so first funny. time to Vegas, you think you're that's you're it. like, wow, we're here. And you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's another forty five minutes. Where where's Reno? Is that on the way to Vegas? No, Reno's up by Tahoe. Ah. In uh, top of Nevada. Top of Nevada. Reno to by you, Tahoe. Right? <laughs> it's a bummer. Casino floors bum me out. Even the even the nice ones in Vegas, there's kind of a that's it feeling to it for me where you walk in and you're like mm. They're kind of all the same when you stand right in the middle of it and you look around at all the suckers. Yeah. I, I got to go to you... one of those high roller games rooms. <laughs> oh, like the uh, Baccarat? Is that what? Yes. I want to yes, be in the back. I'm, I'm wearing a hoodie and sunglasses. Mr. Kilpakis, you've bet $20 million on this hand. That's right, bitch. $20, $20 million. Wow. Mm-hmm. You must be that's... an oil baron of some sort. But. But Mr. Kalpakis, that's nearly one year's salary for you with the Patreon <laughs> numbers rolling in. <laughs> what would the you, pay pigs think? <laughs> Let them eat slop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll buy them a new sty. The thing, the thing about Vegas to me is the thing I like most about it is you walk on the st- down the street with your drink in your hand. Yes. Oh yeah. That's the best. I agree 100%. Some people want to go to shows. Some people want to go to clubs. Some people want to go to casinos. I want to walk. I want to I want to go to yep. uh, Margaritaville and get a drink to go. And then I want to walk up and down that strip looking yep. at the people watching as I go. Man, nothing makes me happier when I go to a theme park or a casino strip or something like that. And you see somebody with the crazy drink. It's like tall, like a wizard staff. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or like, like you like see the yard. novelty drink and you're like, when am I going to find that? And then you <laughs> do find it and you get it. It's the best. <laughs> I like the ones that are kind of like on a, uh, a lanyard that like they can wear off their neck because yeah, it's so I love that big silly shit. Hey, we got to do Mardi Gras. I know it's come up before, Ooh, but we got to oh. do it. It's already happened, yeah. but this get year. Get the grenades. Sh- oh, Those yeah. Those grenade yeah. drinks. Hey, who can get more beads, huh? That'd be fun. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's made for a. That could be a movie, honestly. I'll be at we the go to Joanne's Fabrics. The, yep. <laughs> yep, I'll be at the local Michaels, asking for my namesake discount. Hey, of course. C- come on, I think we should fix up Michael and Joanne, huh? <laughs> Michaels and Joanne. Michael the yeah. craft guy and Joanne the and fabric. Joanne lady? the on. fabric guy. Uh-huh. They both. Yeah, they're both into the same stuff. They're both crafty people. Very creative. Hey, you have so much in common. Hey, you have so much in common. Plus, you're both so old. You gotta find someone. <laughs> you better settle down fast. <laughs> you gotta die alone, Michael. And Joanne, you're no spring chicken. Oh, Joanne, you got eyes for Gelson? He's never coming <laughs> around. He's he's food guy. He's food. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hmm. Ah, yes. Oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, Are wait. We due for I, I, wrote a, a, what we I wrote a birthday boys <laughs> sketch we did called Grocery Guys. Grocery Guys. It was good. It was a banger. Trader Joe. We sang songs, didn't we? Albertson, Vaughn, John. And Ralph. Ralph. And we sang a song that went, Grocery Dudes. Grocery yeah. Dudes. We provide you with all kinds of foods. <laughs> I, th- I think I was the uh, Trader Joe's guy because I remember my costume was like, or no, wait, right? Wait. Yeah, and, you, and and everyone would step uh, forward and be like, "I'm Trader Joe, and I'm kind of fun." Yeah, That was good. That's good. Yeah, I was Ralph, I think, and I was like, "Hey, I'm not so bad. I'm not so good, but I'm not so bad." Yeah, that's so bad. I'm not so good. I like the idea of somebody knowing. I'm not so bad. Not so good. Not so good. I'm best here, but I'm not so bad. Well, what do you say we make a little second round? Round segundo. I love this. I like that idea. Are you doing any tweaks? I wouldn't really know what to tweak. I, um, the tweak of the week, maybe? Hmm. Okay. You know what I wonder? Uh, I've done this. I've gone this way before. I'm not going to do a second half because I'm a second round because I'm still drinking this one. But I'm wondering if a uh, triple sec would work in here. I could see it, Ooh. Michael. I Mike, see that. I'm, I'm going to do that. In fact, I'm going to do a little Quantro, just a little splash. Mm-hmm. And I'll report back after these messages. Please do. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com And we're back with our second round of Casinos. And I'll tell you what I did here. Ooh. I noticed that 10 mil was just enough to get that Luxardo taste, just enough to get that lemon, right? Uh-huh. So I said 10 milliliters Cointreau. Yeah. Nice. You know, I feel like that's just enough. Did you did you not do the bitters in this one? Cause no, I also, I did it as uh, scripted. What, how do we say Double that? Double or scribed. Um, to the letter of the law. Ah, yes. <laughs> how do you say that? fantastic (laughs) tim how did you alter your beverage of the night i did absolutely nothing other than doubling it look at that big old (laughs) you know what this needs more this guy's not doing his taxes tonight no way man this guy's getting tanked and it's it's like weirdly better (laughs) like when it was small like that (laughs) and i was sipping it i was like this is dainty but now i got a big fatty i'm gonna tie one on and then my neighbors are gonna have to deal with it (laughs) <laughs> the problem with making it the, the problem with making it as as uh, written is you're operating from a scarcity mindset, which is never good. No, no, no. You know, you want to operate from a place of abundance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's hard for me because I'm one of these depression kids. I grew up during the Great Depression. We had nothing. Yeah. I, we yeah. had nothing. So you got to make it last. You got to make the bitters last. You're still saving rubber bands from the forties. I love I know. That. I, to this day, won't wear nylon stockings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every, you know, when I when I was moving, uh, I remember, Tim, you came over, you're like, is there any um, metal, any tin you're throwing away? I could uh, collect that and bring that. I'm doing a metal drive. Yeah. I need, do you have any copper? 
Now, Mike, you didn't make a second round, so why don't we just jump into final thoughts? What do you think? Order again. Order again. Order again. And again. And and it's fancy. It's easy to keep these ingredients around. Get that maraschino bottle because you're going to want to use it for your uh, Hemingway Dax. And you don't really use that much of it all the time anyway, so it lasts. Mm-hmm. You're not like pouring a shot of Maraschino Luxardo or anything. Yeah, grab that, grab that weird basket bottle and put it right next to that tall piss spike Galliano, <laughs> and they can be the centerpiece of your weird bar. Everyone comes over and says, "What's this?" You say, "That's not your any your problem unless you want to go up the yellow bird tree." Do you? No, I'll have a gin and tonic. Okay. <laughs> You need to listen to the Sloppy Boys. And that's how you do it, folks. That's how you get people listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was the other drink we had recently that had maraschino in it? This year, I want to say, was it? Yeah, what was that? Because fucking... that's why I have one now, because I bought it for it. It was something a little bit on the fancy side. Hold on. I'll tell you. I'm looking. Th- I'm scrolling through. Our, I feel like uh, an average Joe just scrolling through our the podcast app. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. No, uh-huh. Episode 66, The Illegal, doesn't have the the recipe listed in the show notes. What are you talking about? Shit. Well, we were, were you drunk that day or what? <laughs> yeah. The Illegal. I'll have to fix that. <laughs> it should be illegal. Huh. That's too bad. That is unfortunate for the listener who was at a loss that week. Also, it's too bad for Tim and I who didn't catch that. <laughs> oh, Illegal. Yeah, that's it. Tim. Oh, the very one. The very one. Ah. And we liked Maraschino, that. We said it was sorry. fancy, but you guys, if you don't like mezcal, you wouldn't like it. Hmm. Yeah, but... Oh, is that what we said? You didn't You didn't like it because it was smoky like mezcal. Right. I remember thinking, like, I like this as much as I like a mezcal drink, but it doesn't make it into the Stone Cold Classic Club. <laughs> there you go. Now, you guys, we were just talking about casinos, of course. Do you think you're smart enough to take the... Casino quiz! (gasps) (laughs) Smart enough. Now, Mike, are you certain that it's uh, smart enough? Is it smart? Are you smart enough? Yeah. That's what (laughs) makes you know a lot about casinos is being smart. (laughs) Well, let me, I got to get a piece of paper out here because I got to keep the scores. Let me put a J for Jeff and a T for Tim. That makes sense to me. Perfect. Okay. This casino quiz. This is a blurt. You answer when you feel like you know the question, the answer, the question. Okay. When in a casino, this man would order them shaken, not stirred. James James Bond. Bond. I'm, of course, referring to James Bond, who was the first to portray him in a feature film. Sean Connery. Sean Connery, of course. Old Sean Connery was born in what country? Scotland. Scotland. If you were the first to blurt out Scotland, you get a point. Way to go, Yes, Jeff. I get a point. Perfect. Hold on. What was... I feel like hmm? that was a confusing... Oh, you, you got to let me finish the um, the question. <laughs> oh. But you get a yeah. point because you answered Scotland. That's actually a good learning moment for you, Jeff. So this is this is tricky. Okay. Sean Connery... This is a bonus. This is what you want to do a bonus? Yeah. Question one, we get a bonus? Sean Connery... Sean Connery was the first James Bond. Who will be the last? Mike Hanford. Um, Daniel Craig. Tim is right. Okay. That was just But mine was more flattering. That was just a goof around one. That All was right. a goof around one. That's a silly one. Okay. I love goofing around. Eh, I'm actually a comedy does, Sometimes it doesn't work out. <laughs> we all took a trip to Las Vegas and stayed off the strip at Jeff's grandparents' timeshare. <laughs> yes. What Las Vegas casino did I have? <laughs> sorry. What what Las Vegas casino did I leave at sunrise when I cursed gambling and all of its trappings? Circus Circus. Um, the Luxor. Montage. No. Uh, Caesar's Palace. Bellagio. No. Bellagio. Think uh, towards the end. Towards the end. MGM. No. Uh... King Excalibur. Arthur would be Excalibur. in this Excalibur for Tim. Hmm. <laughs> my first time in Vegas, me and my brother didn't know how to gamble. We just went to Excalibur and ate the buffet and just ate so much food. We had to go back to Motel 6 and go to bed. I was so mad at this. This was a night, Tim, that you're talking about when I was just playing roulette. Dave Stick stuck around me and so did Chris. And we left. Everyone else went home. 
or to the hotel or whatever. And I, uh, we left in the morning and the sun was out and I was so mad at myself and on the, the, <laughs> the car ride home, the, the cab ride home, uh, Van Artsdale was like, man, I can't believe it's uh daytime out. And I turned around, I was like, would you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I lost my cool. See, that's normal for Van Ars. He's a night owl, that guy. I know. He stays up late gambling. It's Call of Duty. Okay. <clears throat> this casino game always reminds me of shit. Craps. Craps for Jeffy. <laughs> reminds me. Okay. Well, you guys are tied. No, I have two. Tim has one. Tim has two because he got the bonus question right. That's not yeah. true. That's... <laughs> We it's not know. even true. It's not even Have true. Have you a crystal ball? No, I don't. All right. What casino game has the best odds for the player? Blackjack. That's right, Jeff. Blackjack. Wow. Way to go. Way to go. How many colors are represented in the game Uno? Four. Woo, Jeff. Fuck me, man. Bonus point. Can you name them now? Red, blue, yellow, green. Yes. Five to two. Wow. Celine Dion has a residency at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Is Celine Dion taller or shorter than five foot nine? Taller. Taller. Shorter. Hey, Timmy got him. <laughs> you, you would think neither of us would get that point, but he said the right answer. <laughs> he said the right well, answer first. Those those listening at home didn't get to see uh, Hanford shake his the, head. No, the long pause and then Hanford shaking his head. It's funny because I can't see you guys when I have this uh, the question sheet up, so I don't mm. know what you guys are doing. Okay, uh, bonus: Is she taller or shorter than fellow Canadian songstress Shania Twain? Taller. Taller. That's right, Tim. Shania is 5'4". Ooh. Close game. Oh, we um, That don't impress me much. Shania, however, does not hold the title for shortest Canadian Grammy winner. That honor goes to Nelly Furtado at 5'2". I didn't know she was Canadian. And I didn't know she was 5'2". Uh, okay, this is it. Wait a minute. This is it here. This is the last one. Um, the score is Jeff has 5 and Tim has 4. I hope I, I hope I get this one and tie it up. Are you prepared in the case of a tiebreaker, Mike? I will have to I have to will have to scramble. Yes, um, Jeff, would you like to you you can do something here. You can so since you have one extra point than Tim, you can double that extra point or leave it as is. Well, hold you on. You can also answer after the next round. Oh, that would be great. I okay. feel like that would, uh, that would be more okay. advantageous. Because you might not have to double the point. Okay, last question. What is my favorite casino game? Roulette. That's right, Tim. Tim got it. So now the score is tied. <laughs> Jeff, do you want to... Would you like to double your extra point? You had an extra point leading into that round, and you had the option to double it. Would you like to do that now? Yeah, I would like okay, to Okay, Jeff, you win the game. You have six, and Tim only got five, Tim. I'm sorry about that. Congratulations, really... Jeff. That was a very good tactical move there at the end. Very smart. Because a lot of people well, I... don't know. Yeah. We were talking about gambling in Vegas and, and odds and stuff. A lot of people don't know to double. <laughs> yep, you got to double down on your extra point going into the last round, if you have it. Also, in, you it, it, hey, you know, I know we're, we're all joking and having a good time here, but I needed a win. Are we? Are we? Um, I, yes. I've, I've been down. I feel like somebody on the Discord. I've been down. Uh, they calculated who's been winning the polls, and it wasn't me. Oh, they did? <laughs> yeah, it was not me. Oh, damn. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, Daniel. So, uh, uh, J-Boy needed a W, you know? Congratulations. Did they have, did they have the scores of, of what who's who has been winning? All I remember is that I was, like, last. So, you got to hit them up. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, send the the word out. I never, on the Discord, I never know what's going on. I, I'll see, like, somebody has mentioned me, so I'll go in and see what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, is there a way to just go right to where that was, or do I have to, like, search? There should be. I don't know what it is. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing on there. It's hard. I, I do that, too, though. When I go on there, I just go to my at mentions, and I respond, and then I feel like, hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. See you at the craps table. Ding, ding, ding. Dave and Buster. <laughs> Crapola at the craps. Yeah, I'm winning about Crapola. Win, win, win casino. Win, win. Get out of here.